Welcome to our fourth annual Super Bowl special by the Fumble Rooski podcast for Super Bowl 58 prop bets, NFL game food draft, and much more. This is the Fumble Rooski podcast. Welcome to the Fumble Rooski Podcast by Power 88 and Secret Weapon Consulting. I'm Adam Wright with CJ Medeiros and Chris Kostich. Guys, welcome to our fourth annual Super Bowl special. It's hard to believe that we've done four of these over the years, but here we are. And it's going to be better than ever. We have a couple new segments and some of the same stuff. So first off, um, we're going to have... we. Just as usual, we're going to do our Super Bowl prop bets. So we are going to give our we're going to give bets for whatever we believe is going to happen for all these different things that may not even be game related. Um, we're doing a new segment about game food. So we've already we've always talked about game food during our Super Bowl specials, but we're gonna give give it a little bit more of a twist. We're gonna make things a little more interesting. Um, favorite Super Bowl memories, final Super Bowl predictions, all of that stuff, guys. So let's start without further ado, our Super Bowl prop bets. And we're going to lead off with what color, guys, is the Gatorade? So everyone gets the Gatorade bath, but what color is it going to be? I'm going to go purple. Okay. No, no insight, no nothing. Hell, I'm gonna go hot take. Maybe we we won't even see a Gatorade bath. So according That's to Ben before. Okay. So purple, purple, purple actually has a good shot at winning though. What are All the right. odds on it? Plus two, plus two seventy five. I love those leading. odds. I love those odds. Give it's le- all day, it's the leading odd. Yeah. How do they determine that? Guys, probably based on what has happened in the past. I wonder if it also has to do with the uh, the Super Bowl logo as well. The colors of the logo. It could be. Uh, what was it last year? It was um, like blue, right? Oh, I don't know. Since 2015, though, blue Gatorade has been the most frequent, appearing four times. Mm. Oh, oh, yeah, it's the best. And uh, since 2001, uh, Gatorade has been dumped by winning coaches the most. Winning coaches the most five times. So it's been the coach. Um, CJ, what's your pick? You know what? Much like Chris, I don't have a lot to go on here. So, you know, I mean, we really don't. So I'm just going to say, you know, F it. We're just going to throw it to the wall. 
And, well, give me the yellow one, lemon lime. Do you know why? Because we Yeah, I know. It's the worst. Well, actually, no. Purple's the worst, respectfully. But, no. I disagree with that. I think it's time. I think, why not? That's all. Just why not? Okay. So, I think I am going to go. So, the Chiefs, they've won two Super Bowls, obviously. And one was orange, one was purple. But if we think the 49ers are going to win, um, so they, they don't have a Super Bowl victory in the in the last quarter century. But if they do win, I am going to go yellow. I think yellow's the way to go. All, All right. right. Do you? Yes, I think it does. Respect. Um, the team. I wouldn't be surprised if it's blue, though. Before this past year where it was purple, it was three out of the last four years it was blue. And last year it wasn't blue. So maybe it's due. That blue Gatorade is starting to get become more frequent. It's the It's been the most since 2015. All right. Um, <laughs> we're going to our next one, coin toss. Pretty easy one. It's a 50-50 shot. What do you guys think? Heads or tails? Tails. Tails never fails. Give me that all day. Well, in the words of the immortal Matthew Slater, heads. Yeah, but we won. Do we get to pick the right way? Sure. Heads. Uh, yeah, that was from... Uh, everyone thought that he said the wrong thing, but he was obviously arguing whether or not they were going... They would go... They would, pe- they would be able to pick which way. But I well, think... Matthew Slater picked heads in the Super Bowl, so yeah, it's heads. I'd be yeah. Signed. Uh... Mm. I think I'm going to go tails. It's a 50-50 shot. So, I mean, it's not like, it's not like, it's, it's not like there's an analytical thing to it. Like it's really not. No, there's no doctoring of the coin that we we know of. Do you think you can even do that? Is there like a, a coin that you can flip in the aerodynamics when it spins through the air, it just makes it land? Yeah, I think it's like a weighted coin or whatever. I don't know. but I think I might have heard something about that once, but I might have just imagined it. You never know. But like at the same time, if that did happen, that, that still wouldn't make it guaranteed. It would just give it a bit a better shot at one side. Yeah. I, oh. I, I don't know. I don't know. Next one is the National Anthem. Now... Right now, so usually the betting line is two minutes. Right now, it is a minute and a half. What do you guys think? Uh, I'm going to go the over. I mean, the, the line is this low. You you kind of have to bet the over on this, especially for the Super Bowl. And there hasn't been this low of a – or there hasn't been a lower Super Bowl half – Super Bowl halftime, Super Bowl national anthem performance since like Jewel in the nineties. Yeah. All right. So national anthem, you say, correct? Yes. Give me the over. Okay. I'm gonna go the opposite way. I'm gonna say under. Underline. If they're if they're going this low, then I feel like they there's something that they know. There's no mm, way actually, it's that easy. All right, here, here, here it is. 
She sang it before game three of the 1997 World Series, clocking in at 82 seconds. And the last recorded video of Reby McIntyre singing the anthem. And uh, she did it in 79 seconds before the 2017 Celebrity of Hope softball game. And how long was that? That was 79 seconds. Oh, so yeah. Give me the under. I'll I'll take the under there. I don't know I how feel- you can sing it that fast because it's su- because some of the some of the notes that you hold are like really long. But if she's able to pull it off and has done it twice in recorded history, then I'm taking the under. I don't I'm know. I, the- uh, this is it- actually pretty interesting. I I can't wait for the national anthem now. Yeah, I I don't know. I feel like that most people are like. Oh, like the national anthem is supposed to be long, so I'm just gonna take as long as possible. Yeah, and it is the Super Bowl. I don't. I understand the World Series is the World Series, but the Super Bowl has replaced baseball as America's pastime. Amen. Sorry, baseball fans, and I'm a baseball fan too, so don't come and chop my head off. But the Super Bowl is the biggest event in television right now, and when you have this lady, she's singing it. I I feel like she, there there's a possibility she could take a while, but if you did it's twice. This happened twice, and I don't know how it's possible. I'll have to see it, but if she did it twice, then I'm I'm picking the I'm picking the under. All right, Gronk Rob Gronkowski's kick. So last year he missed it. So for those of you who don't know, last year Rob Gronkowski was it before or after the game? Or during halftime, it was um, like during. It was a it was a Super Bowl commercial. The commercial, okay. It was a commercial for FanDuel, and now he's doing it during the game. I think. Yeah, I'm gonna pick. All right, I. What do you guys think? This is this is. Give me the make. He makes it. I just. I don't know. I don't really care one way or the other. I don't know why this became a prop bell. I do know why. Thank you, Vegas. You've ruined my you've ruined lives again. But you know what? I believe in Gronk the second time around. I like Chris. Give me the make. We're gonna have the sweep here. I'm going to pick him too. Because the amount that they are marketing it leading up to the Super Bowl, something just seems off here. It something tells me that he's going to make it. I understand he's just a tight end, but I feel like you just need like you're a football player. You you probably should know if you're going to make your field goals or not. I don't know how far it's going to be. Do they have they said the distance? Yeah, uh, I forget what it is. I don't know. Let me look it up. You know, um, twenty five yards. He's making it. Yeah, that's, that's a chip shot. Come on. Yeah. I I understand that he is a tight end, but I think he's making that, especially with the amount that they've been marketing it the past few weeks. It's It's just an extra point. Exactly. Less less than that, actually. Right. So that's that's a chip shot. All right. Um, Our next one is – all right. So this one is more game-related. but So the amount of points – ESPN's official line is 47 and a half. Boys, are we taking the over or the under? Mm, it's tough. That's tough. 
Uh, I could see this being another high-scoring affair. I mean, the, the last few have been high-scoring games that have been well over 40, 45, even 50. So I, part of me wants to hit the over, and it's the Super Bowl. Why wouldn't you want to see a lot of points being scored? So give me the over. Okay. CJ? CJ, you're muted. There. Yeah, whose fault was that? Anyway, uh, who? All right, what, what's the uh, what's the line again? Please refresh my memory. Forty-seven and a half. You know what? Give me the over. It won't be by a lot, but give me the over. I'm gonna go under. Both of these defenses are actually pretty good. I'm not saying that it's going to be a rock fight, but I think there's something about this game where it's going to be um, – there they're going to be points scored, but I also think that both teams are going to limit each other in how much that is scored. Um, so I'll, I'll give it under, but slightly under. Kind of like CJ was slightly over, I'll go slightly under. This is still – there's still going to be some points scored. Um, all right, so that was it. For the prop bets, we're going to move on to our brand new segment for our Super Bowl specials, the Super Bowl Game Food Draft. That's next. This is the Fumble Rooski Podcast. Welcome back to the Fumble Rooski podcast by Power 88, Secret Weapon Consulting, Adam Wright, CJ Medeiros, and Chris Kostich. So let me explain to you this new segment. So Super Bowl game food draft. Pretty much how it sounds. So before we would just name the plate that we would name, but now we're going to make things interesting. If one, If somebody has already named their plate, that a uh, certain dish can't be used anymore. Five rounds. You get to load your plate with five different items. If it's already taken, then you can't use it anymore. We're going to go in a rotation. So we're going to start with Chris, then go to CJ and then me, and then we'll rotate five times. And that is going to be what we pick. You get a couple, you get a couple seconds to pick. We ready to go. Uh, before we start, I have a question. Yes. Is, it, is this a snake draft? So it would be uh, Chris, then me, then you, but then you, me, Chris. Would it work yes. like that? Or would it, okay. All right. Also, would we be allowed to draft beverages of any kind? No. Or is it just food? All no. Right. I had it's, to clear Because that most people are just going to pick beer. Yeah, that's fair. All right. I'll start out with cheeseburger sliders as my first pick. Can't go wrong with the sliders. All right. 
Chris. Wow. Uh, CJ. You know what? Give me wings, man. The classic. You can put any sauce you want on them. Beautiful. We love wings. Damn it. Took my pick. All right. I think mine is going to be. Give me taquitos. You guys know taquitos? Oh, 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 believe me, I do. Come on now. Those things are especially chicken and cheese because it has a little bit of a spice to them. You have the cheese in them, and oh lord, it's it's the greatest thing of all time. Good golly! All right, Chris. Uh, no, Adam. Uh, oh yeah, I get I get back to back picks. Give me not. Give me top uh, uh, Doritos. Doritos. I think right. Doritos are that one. I know it's just a chip. But it's one of the it's one of those chips that you just cannot disclude. It's my yeah. favorite snack food of all time. I could eat those. You can dip it. You can dip. I know CJ knows that I told him this. You can dip dip it in queso, and it's extra cheese, super unhealthy for you, and it's awesome. I love it. All right, CJ, you're up again. I've never done that, but maybe I should try. I don't know, but I will take your chips. And I'll and I will see you nachos, my guy. Come on. Okay. All right. Chris. I'll stick with the wave and I'll take all of yours and put it to mine. Buffalo chicken dip. Ooh. Ooh, okay. I That's I'll actually yeah, because you're dipping it in something. And yeah. it's Buffalo. Ch- okay. So give me all your chips to put in my dip. Oh, boy. Pause. All right. <clears throat> all right. All right. Now, does that mean I'm forgetting about okay, Chris? I'm forgetting about this order. Oh, I think, yeah. Chris, Chris, you get back again. to back. Um, this, is, this is round three. So, hmm. Round three, all the really good ones are off the board. Besides, give me pulled pork. Ooh, pulled, that's good. Ooh. But what kind of pulled pork? Just pulled pork? It's barbecue pulled pork. Yeah. Yeah, but like, do you put it on a sandwich? Or are you just going to have it on the plate or what? I'll have rolls on the side for anyone that wants to make it into a sandwich. Does that work? With this rule, I uh, sure whatever. We'll just call it pulled pork and call it a day. Yeah. All right. I'm up next. Oh, give me some mozzarella sticks, man. Mm. All right. So CJ's plate. CJ's plate is now wings, nachos, and mozzi sticks. Mm, Beautiful. We love it. Um, all right. Think about what I'm going to pick. Uh, wait a second here. So, so far I've picked taquitos, Doritos, and I'm going to take Chris's Buffalo chicken dip and give you, uh, four layer nacho dip, uh, taco dip. All right. All right. 
It's a classic. It's something that you can have, you can serve in a tray and you can have, you can add all kinds of things to it. You can add chips, you can add sour cream, you can add, add taco meat, all that kind of stuff. Everyone loves Mexican food. Why not turn it into a freaking dip? Four layers. It's awesome. Yeah. My plate, really, taquitos, Doritos, and four layer dip. I pray for your toilet, Adam. I yep. pray for your toilet. The mornings aren't the best, but <laughs> it's well, you got another one, you know. You got this is start round four. All right. So all right. So right now, taquitos, Doritos, four layer taco dip. I need to think for my next one. Uh, because wings was taken off the board easy early. That's my favorite one of all time, but I can't use it. Um damn. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna give you mac and cheese i like it so cheese always good we've got we have a few proteins here we got the taquitos the four layer dip has taco dip why not give it a few a few more carbs to go along with the doritos mac and cheese fair fair all right back to me i'm so i already have wings but what if I doubled down on the protein. Give me ribs. Mm. Ribs. I was oh. in between. That, that was the thing with me. I was in between the pulled pork and the ribs, and I figured I'd probably put myself more towards the pulled pork. Especially, you know, uh, I remember whenever, whenever I watched it with my dad, we made those, or he made those. I'd be like, ah, chef's right. kids. We love and them. we'll just give it give it a quick break just so that we can I can name – We'll take a step back, and I want to name out everyone's plate so that our audience understands exactly what we've drafted so far. Now that we're going on to our final, our uh, final round. All right, Chris's plate. Who picked first overall? He get he went cheeseburger sliders, buffalo chicken dip, pulled pork. Before he gives his next one, CJ named wings, nachos, mozzi sticks, and ribs. As for my plate, taquitos, Doritos, four-layer taco dip, mac and cheese. All right. So, Chris, you get back-to-back picks for your last one. Uh, Back-to-back picks. I'm going to go on the healthy side for this one. For my fourth one, I'm going to go I'm gonna go carrots with ranch for my mm. fourth pick. You got to add some veggies in there. You got the veggie tray. And if you're not careful, I might eat all those veggies. Oh man, that is that's the option that gets added just so that you can claim you ate somewhat healthy or just to <laughs> satisfy people who are who are go who are going there who are saying, Well, I don't want to eat that healthy. We'll have vegetables and like ranch that we'll never it's eat. It's still good. <laughs> I I love having carrots and celery. You shitting me? First of all. Excuse First of all, me. cucumbers Excuse and ranch are supreme. Cucumbers and ranch are supreme. This is not negotiable. All okay. right. My last pick. My last pick. I'm going to go pizza. I'm surprised that it stayed this long on the board. And I'm here to take it off. I, I respect right. it. And so for Chris's final plate, pizza. 
Here is Chris's final plate. We got slot uh, cheeseburger sliders, buffalo chicken dip, pulled pork, veggie dip, and pizza. Now, CJ. Actually, I think it's me, right? No, then then me, then you. You pick last because it's an odd number of rounds. Right. So, now, I was thinking, I heard Chris and Adam both pick a dip. Well, I saved my dip for last. I don't know how it's still here. Give me that beer cheese dip, man. Mm. You know what I mean? When it's done right, beer cheese dip is just elite. You know, I, I have my wings. I've got ribs. You don't want to drizzle some all over that. Maybe I want to dip it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I give you beer cheese. Okay. You the rest of my time. Honorable like mention queso. Ooh, I think, uh, I mean, I kind of claimed it when I brought up Doritos because I, yeah, I mentioned true. that, that option. I forgive you. But, um, all right. So you picked, you picked beer cheese. Ah, uh, I, you're right. I don't know how that lasted that long, but so CJ's final plate, wings, nachos, mozzi sticks, ribs, and beer cheese. All right. Of course, my final a pick. Coma, but it's the Super Bowl. Exactly. If it's it's not a Super Bowl, if you're not, if you don't have some sort of uh, nap right after, which is falling asleep until like noon the next day and calling in sick for work. Sick. Everyone knows. It's the it's the biggest dead giveaway that there is if you call in sick for work at the day after the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um. Luckily, so my time in school, in high school, college, most of the Super Bowls, I've actually been able to, I've had snow days, I've been sick, actually sick. My my parents would, during high school would never have let me uh, skip school if I wasn't actually sick. Um, and I'm the worst at faking it, so yeah. Okay, so Chris brought up cheeseburger sliders and how this one didn't last that one's beyond me cheeseburgers themselves and i'm the type who loves i don't know about that adam i don't know about that that fall i feel like that falls under my category i mean it's literally just cheeseburgers but regular size i mean i I don't know if i'm sure how i feel about that i don't know if i can allow that either no i'm i'm allowing it it. It's two to one. What is this? A slider is completely different than a cheeseburger. No, it's not. Cheeseburgers are... No, it's right. not. It's a cheeseburger, no, 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 but it's no, no, smaller. No. Exactly. Just fucking make it's the big one. It's literally a cheeseburger, my guy. Make the, reg- make the real thing. There's no thought to this. You can't draft my guy. All right. I, you you All right. can't draft my guy. Okay. All right. All right. You know what? You're fine. Fine, I'll give it to you. Unbelievable. Although they are two different things. If they no, they would just call them mini cheese. How are they two different things? How are they two different things? They're two different things because one's a slider and one's a cheeseburger. That that's such a terrible. A cheeseburger is like the same stuff. It's the same thing. Yeah, and just go the distance and make it an actual cheeseburger. Why why are we doing slider? Whoever I, created whoever whoever came up with the idea of making sliders, dude, just make a freaking cheeseburger. Just make it a regular a real thing. 
A slider's an appetizer. All it right. is. All right. It's the you burger. Just get you four of them burger. Call... Welcome to America. Four right. sliders are a cheeseburger. Yeah. All right. I'll I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. You can. I guess you you've made a solid case. I still think they're two different things. No. Because you will be like forgiven. if if somebody really wanted a cheeseburger, they would just make a cheeseburger. They wouldn't say, "What if we made these smaller? Why don't we give ourselves a lot less? Just make give us the freaking cheeseburger, man." Well, there's already so wow. much food. Why would you want to stuff your face with something huge when there's so much other food to also eat? Possibly. You want to be able to have a little bit of everything. Sure. Just take a, just have one cheeseburger and then just, uh, I mean, you got all day. People don't start their Super Bowl parties during game time. You started a couple hours before so that you could stuff your face and continue to pace yourself through the, throughout the afternoon and the evening. You know, this is how the cavemen did it. If I speaking of which, speaking of which, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to put steak on the board. All right. I think steak. I've, I've never had steak during during a Super Bowl party. But if I was, if there was nothing else that I could do, no, no wings, no nachos, no mozzi sticks, no ribs, no beer cheese, no sliders, no buffalo chicken dip. No cheeseburgers too, because I guess those are the same freaking thing. Pulled pork, veggies, uh, veggie dip, and pizza. I'm going steak. Actually, you know what? Beef brisket. Beef brisket is closer to game food. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah. No one's gonna cook. A, no one's gonna cook a steak for the the Super Bowl. No one's gonna cook sure like. Has. No one's cooking forty steaks, unless you're. No. I'll just make it. my own and unless eat it like in Hank front Hill. of everybody. Yeah. All right. So. You guys at home, you guys tell us, what do you think? Whose plate wins? So Chris, who had the number one overall pick, he picked cheeseburger sliders or freaking cheeseburgers, buffalo chicken dip, pulled pork, veggie dip, and pizza. A couple blue chip prospects in there. But CJ, with the number two overall pick, took the CJ Stroud of all number two picks in buffalo wings. And then nachos. Mozzi sticks, ribs, and beer cheese. Adam's plate. I had taquitos, Doritos, four-layer taco dip, mac and cheese, and beef brisket. You guys tell us in the comments which one is better. Who, who made the better plate here? All right. That was a fun one. I liked that. Oh, yeah. I enjoyed it immensely. That was good. It was, was interesting. Great. We'll do that. We'll do that next year, too. Um, and... I'm giving myself the number one pick. All right. You know what? We need to take names out of a hat because I basically just gave you guys the top two picks since I, I was the main host today. I mean, Thank you, 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 you picked taquitos as your as your first pick. I mean, uh, you kind of did to yourself. I guess, but Bro, taquitos are I mean, good. Don't disrespect. Taquitos are good, but they're not usually a Super Bowl food. I, I don't know. Well, I, I don't, you've never I been to my house. Not, clearly, you've never uh, clearly you've never watched the Super Bowl at my house, man. It's been there for no, every most Super of the time. Party I've ever Super Bowl done. at an Italian's house, you know. Italian, what? ooh, an Italian man meatballs. House and, what could have had? We could have picked. Someone could have picked meatballs. Oh yeah. yeah also, there's like fries, loaded potato skins, stuff like that. The list could literally be endless. Jalapeno poppers, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, boys, we messed up, but that's okay. You know what? We picked some good. We we had some good plates. If this is what we have for tomorrow's Super Bowl then it's going to be good. And spoiler alert for my house, 
I do have wings. I have three trays of wings. Four, actually. Three buffalo and one honey barbecue. Because not everyone lo- likes spicy stuff. That's okay. Word. Um, yeah. yeah. It'll be a fun time. And we're and I'm getting pizza. So, yeah. We have some good stuff. No sliders, but we do have cheeseburgers. Just All because right. of that, I ain't eating them. No, nope, no. Nope. We're, we're, we're not reopening this. All right. Fine. More food for me. All, All right, right boys. Favorite Super Bowl memories. That's next. This is the Fumble Rooski Podcast. Welcome back to the Fumble Rooski podcast by Power 88 and Secret Weapon Consulting. I'm Adam Wright with CJ Materials and Chris Kostich. So here, this is another, this is one segment we've done every year, which is our favorite Super Bowl memories. And we get to share our best impressions on the big game. And being three Patriots fans, we have some good memories. We've, we've had pretty happy childhoods. All right, guys, give us your favorite Super Bowl memories. Um, I mean, the obvious choice would have to be Super Bowl 51. Um, but I would, I'm going to go with Super Bowl 53 just because that was the last one. And in the moment that was like that entire run that the Patriots had was amazing. And it all culminating into that one game. And even though it really was not that great of a game defensively, it was a great game. And there was still some really intense moments during that game, like Brandon Cooks having the ball knocked out of his hands by Jason McCourty in the back of the end zone, Gilmore again, the interception at the five, uh, Sony Michelle punching in for the only touchdown of the game. Um, Yeah, I don't know. And then just being around all my friends for that one was it just nothing better than that. It was it was so awesome. What I like about that one was the finality to it. It felt so much like the dynasty was already over, especially because of the Super Bowl prior. Yeah. And they didn't have the best year. They just, the team just looked off all season long. Um, and then towards the, they had a chance at the number one seed, but they screwed it up uh, towards the end of it against Miami in the last second. And uh, it looked like it was over. And then you pulled off that incredible victory over the Chiefs, who looked like they were going to go to the Super Bowl. And then you pull, and then you go the ver- uh, two weeks later to the Super Bowl and go and win it. That just felt, man, uh, it may not have been the best season, but it was probably one of my favorite Patriots teams. Yeah, another probably the most satisfying too because like you said Adam that it felt like the dynasty was over it really was not that great of a team and then the playoffs they turned up a notch and that was like that game afterwards it was like you know what if we suck after this uh, I'll be content with 
what I just watched. And and here we are. I, I'm content with where we are now because they got that sixth and Brady's now considered the goat. And and yeah. I also right. got to go to my first and only Patriots Super Bowl parade that I year was as there well. Too. Yeah. Yeah. I went to their pep rally too that year. I went to everything. I had a feeling this was it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's uh, the thing. I went to the Super Bowl parade because I was like, you know what? This is probably it right here. This is I it. think I think a lot of people were. There was a big turnout there for that. It, it had to have been over a million and a half people. It was insane. Yeah. All right, CJ. All right. Now, you see, back when I was a children, you know, I used to be a children. Then, Why are you know, saying children plural? Just say you don't know the lore. You don't okay, know the just, lore. It's an inside joke. When some of my friends listen to it, they'll be like, ha, ah, they got it. But it doesn't matter. It's back when I was a children. Right. Uh, I, for all intents and purposes, for those who don't know, though I was born in Patriots territory, I live most of my life, regrettably, in Eagles territory. Now, we all know the crazed, whiny, and very violent group of uh, domestic problem causers called Eagles fans. And, well, after Super Bowl 52, they gave it to me pretty good. But then after Super Bowl, but, but like you, Chris, I also have to go with Super Bowl 53, where I came in a year later and said, well, 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 how are we doing, everybody? You know, rolling up to school in the old Gronk jersey, and saying, oh, what's that? That's six. Count them, bastards. And much like you two, I also went to that parade. How funny is that? Three of us were all there. Huh. The prequels were crazy, weren't they? <laughs> but but yeah, it was great, you know, rubbing in everyone's face. But at the end of the day, Super Bowl 51 will always hold a special place in my heart as well. Just the absolute despair. I remember it was 20 to 3. I said outright, yep, and that's game. That's over. And then Tom Brady and James White had something to say about it. That was also fun, too, watching everybody's face because everybody back where I'm from hated the Patriots. But it's okay because I hated everyone that went to my high school, too. But overall, going to that parade after Super Bowl 53, still one of the best experiences I've ever had. Yeah. Um, let me go a different direction for you because I genuinely believe that this was uh, this was a – I genuinely believe this is the, was the greatest Super Bowl of all time. Uh, picture this. So Super Bowl 49 was my favorite one of all time. And I'll tell you why. Because as a, as a young kid, so I saw the page, my first year of following football, it was 2013. I watched the Patriots and they didn't have that good of a season, but they still managed to get to the, to the AFC championship, but lose to that historic 2013 Broncos team. And I under and I knew about the Seahawks. I saw how good they were. And seeing them pick apart that Broncos team that was supposed to be one of the best teams of all time. The way they just made light work of them. I said, without with barely any football knowledge at this point, I said, they're gonna the Patriots are gonna meet this team next year. After that Super Bowl, I said I I just I just had a feeling. And um, so that offseason, they got Revis and Browner as two new corners. They lost Akib Tlaib to the Denver Broncos, but that was okay. They they brought in Darrell Revis. Um, and that season, they they it started off not so great, but they picked it up. 
and they went to work. And by the time it was December, they were already pretty much the Super Bowl favorite. The Broncos, they were fine later on in that year, but you could tell something was off about Pey- about Peyton Manning. I still thought they would make they would meet in the AFC Championship. They ended up not meeting. The Bro- the Colts beat them because the Broncos just something was off about Peyton that we would figure find out was off the very next year where he was his arm turned into a pr- complete noodle. Um, they tore their way through the AFC Championship. Fast forward, it's a back and forth Super Bowl. That was incredible. The way that so they went back and forth during at halftime uh, in the fir- in the first half, fourteen all. The Seahawks come out of the come out of the quarter, uh, come out of halftime, take a ten point lead, and everyone was pissed at me because they all knew that I picked the Seahawks to go to the Super Bowl, and they all knew that I wanted that matchup. I was even rooting for it in the NFC Championship game where the the Packers almost want, almost went there. Everyone was at my house was rooting for the Packers because they thought it would be the easy matchup. I was the only one rooting for the for the Seahawks because I thought it would be the harder one. Don't judge my my judgment. I was a 14 year old kid at the time. Um, and then uh, so they took a 10 point lead. Everyone was is saying, "I hope you're happy, Adam. I hope you're happy." And I said, I just watch. And uh, so then that fourth quarter comeback, Tom Brady scores two touchdowns, 14 unanswered points. Uh, then, of course, the uh, in the last few seconds, the Seahawks drive down the field. Then there was that iconic interception by Malcolm Butler. I still could not believe it. You went from the 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 mood swings that all Patriots fans went through. You went from thinking you have the game won to holy holy crap, you're about to lose from the curse catch to holy crap, we just won from the interception. Just it was a textbook ending. And it was uh Tom Brady won Super Bowl MVP. He threw four touchdown passes, he threw for over 400 yards. I still to this day believe that was his best. Uh that was his best performance. I know he threw two picks, but Picks happen. Everyone throws interceptions. Everyone's favorite quarterback, every fan of someone's favorite quarterback, blames the other one for throwing interceptions, which is the most hypocritical argument I've ever heard because everyone throws interceptions. The only one who's able to limit him actually to a strong, like to, to a to a T, is Aaron Rodgers. And something tells me that he is getting too conservative because they, he doesn't go to Super Bowls anymore. Um. Yeah, so that's definitely my favorite one. Um, we all have Patriots, so I wanted to move to our fan box. So we post a question filter on our on our Instagram story every Monday. This in this case it was Friday. You can respond with hot takes, questions, and more, and we will discuss it and give you a shout out on our podcast. And uh, so we gave you our question of the week was favorite Super Bowl memories. So here we go. Chase McGinty said Philly special. This is one that is for for Eagles fans. This was an incredible moment. I mean, you could say that it was a legal formation, but not every call is made correctly, and you can make a case that it wasn't a legal formation, but. 
I mean, <laughs> there's no excuse for the Patriots how they just gashed that uh, that Patriots secondary. It was pretty bad. Probably one of the more impressive Super Bowl victories as well because Nick Foles threw for almost 400 yards, put up, what was it, 48 points, was able to out-duel Brady in that sense as well. Yeah, and another thing was, though, the Patriots' defense, Nick Foles, the reason he picked them apart was that, I don't know if you remember, but the front seven couldn't get a lick of pressure on him. Like, their pressure and their pass rush win rate was so bad. I don't, I don't even think they sacked him once. It was bad. And he just had, like, enough time. You know, they were converting, like, third and tens. I mean, granted, you know, I've heard arguments saying that wasn't uh, – you know, that wasn't a legal formation, the Philly special, I mean. But I've never heard a satisfying argument. I'm not saying an argument that I agree with, but one where it's like, yeah, I can see where you're coming from. A lot of these arguments just like, nuh-uh. And then, you know, they had a phantom catch by Corey Clement, you know, where that's either here nor there. Not a but, catch, but. No, it wasn't. Yeah, I mean, even they said at the time, Gene Steratores are like, oh, I'd be shocked if they ruled this a catch. But, you know, they had to get their narrative. But we won it the next year, so it doesn't matter. The fact that they ruled that a catch was just such. Yeah, I remember I was flipping out. And even I remember like even Eagles fans at my school were saying they they knew it wasn't, but whatever. Yeah, that's the issue, I think, is that that season they were already I wouldn't say the Patriots were in hot water, but everyone blames the Patriots because they were the benefactors of it. The catch rule. I think that was the year when it was under so much fire because they ruled early on, early, earlier on in that season, they ruled against the Steelers uh, what was a touchdown and incomplete pass. Except for the fact that it was the correct ruling. The issue. It was. Yeah, I would say the issue wasn't with the actual process of the catch itself. The issue is with the rule. And by that same logic, Corey Clement never caught it because he already had one foot out of bounds, but whatever. And they and they went against it because they didn't want to face the blowback that they that they called it correctly again during the Super Bowl. Oh, the Patriots got a, got away with another one. Oh, the refs love the Patriots. Also, yeah. I, I can't stand that I, I that argument that mm-hmm. because Correct. a team is the best in the league that the league loves them. The league would not love yeah. the best team. The, that's the villain. That's the team that mm-hmm. everybody hates. Do you think people the people in the league really want the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl? Do you yeah. be, do you think people are really yeah. scripting that the Chiefs win the Super Bowl? Travis Travis Kelsey wins Super Bowl MVP and then he proposes to Taylor. Most people do not want to see that. The league doesn't it's care what lame. the fans want to see. They just want to make money. They really, yeah. But and when I say yeah, I'm money. not saying they. I'm yeah, well, because people are still going to watch. Right, people yeah. are still going to watch regardless if they like it or not. Right, yeah. but they're going to they're going to make more money if you see more teams winning. That sh- it just makes no sense that you have the same team winning every year. If you were if you were to script that, then whoever is writing the scripts needs to be fired because no one is going to people are going to watch that a lot less. They may still tune in because it's the NFL, but they're going to watch it less. So this idea that it's scripted is just it's stupid. All right, Floodster Sports Zone said T Higgins touchdown versus Rams. Too bad game went south afterwards. It was a face mask after that. Yeah. He was grabbing Jalen Ramsey's face mask. But missed calls happen. I do I I am one who does not blame refs for anything because it happens. Um even the even the last call that we were just talking about, because 
Like, yeah, they messed it up, but it doesn't excuse the fact that the Patriots' defense was terrible in that game. That's the real reason they lost. Um, and also Brady fumbled. I'll just be unbiased there. Yeah, he did. All right. Colin Ray said, Von Miller strip sack for my Broncos. This, uh, and also uh, Cam Newton having a chance to jump on it, but he jumped back because he didn't want to get his hands dirty. Now it's yeah. really something. Yeah, yeah I never understood why he didn't because he had every opportunity to recover it and he did not. He did. And the I feel like if that Panthers team had a little more sack, they probably would have won the game. It feels like once they got once they got punched in the mouth, they turtled. And they see yeah. you could you could you could tell they, they looked like a defeated team yeah. after that Super Bowl. They didn't seem to be very like, yeah, we messed up. They were I mean, you had uh Josh Norman crying on the sidelines. And granted, it is a Super Bowl loss, so it's tough. I understand it's a t- it's tough, but the fact that they didn't put in much effort to fight their way back into that game. Um, Cam Newton didn't speak to the press, and I, again, I understand that it's a tough it's a tough situation. But I uh, there's something about Cam Newton that he didn't belong to he didn't belong in the Super Bowl. And I'll say to this day. If the Patriots somehow beat the Broncos in the AFC Championship game, it would have been smooth sailing in the Super Bowl for the Patriots too. It was just that was such a soft that was such a soft Panthers team. Once they faced a real challenge, they got mm. they got smacked. I mean, I personally disagree, but you know. They're winning that Super Bowl. Patriots no, I, are winning that Super Bowl. No, I mean I personally I mean it's just that Patriots like Bill Belichick is isn't he like 0-2 against Cam? He's just because here's the thing. Bill, I mean, his whole time he played never had an answer for a scrambler. Newton would have I mean, Newton always played poorly against us, but he always put up like a hundred yards on the ground and two touchdowns. And that's why they ever beat us, but whatever. Yeah, but rushing quarterbacks never win Super Bowls. It doesn't happen. Yeah, fair. And- I mean to be fair, I feel like Arizona that year probably would have a better shot. That's neither here nor there. What's the next one? All right. Um, our last one was Cam Walsh, who said, and he put in quotation marks, Joe Buck. And he is in. Patriots win the Super Bowl. Brady has his fifth. Super Bowl 51, baby. 28-3. to three. Uh, This is the only reason I don't think this is the greatest Super Bowl of all time is because you were down 28 to three to begin with. So in the third quarter, most people were doing laundry at that point. Yeah. Some people were like, Oh, I still think they're coming back. Yeah, sure. But you're always going to get fans who are like that. But the general populace was thinking, Oh, that's it. Most of my family was gone. I was the only one watching at the time. And then once they started coming back, the, uh, the rest of the fam started started circulating back into the living room. I was still there and saying, well, they have a chance that they do this, 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 and this, but that's the Patriots fan in me. And um, the fact that they, I mean, let's, let's be real though. That game is play replayed 10 times over. They probably lose nine because it was just that it was that long of odds that they were facing that they, if you replay that game, uh, maybe they 
maybe the Falcons actually make that field goal. Maybe they don't lose yardage on that play after the Julio, Julio Jones catch. Maybe they kick the field goal and that's it. So that's something to think about. What if? What about the Donta Hightower force fumble? What if he doesn't get to the quarterback in time? What if it's just a sack and he doesn't lose the ball? There are so many things that went right in that game that could have gone wrong for the Patriots. So just, just thinking about all the things that went right, it could have gone wrong just as easily. Um, that being said, it was still a royal screw-up for the Falcons, and they probably will never get away with they will never get away from the 28 to three jokes. Those will, even if they win a couple Super Bowls with another guy, those are still going to come up. In the same way that it still comes up that the Patriots went 16 and 0 and then lost in the Super Bowl to the Giants. That's going to that's going to stick with the Patriots for the rest of eternity. In the same way, it's going to stay with the Falcons, that 28 to 3, because you should have won that Super Bowl. All right. That does it for our Super Bowl memories. Next, we're going to do our final Super Bowl predictions for this game. Super Bowl 58, who wins, final score, Super Bowl MVP. That's all next. This is the Fumble Rooski Podcast. Welcome back to the Fumble Rooski podcast by Power Read 8 and Seek a Weapon Consulting. Adam Wright, CJ Medeiros, and Chris Kostich for the final segment of our fourth annual Super Bowl special. So here we are, Super Bowl 58, Chiefs 49ers. Games tomorrow. Who wins this game? Score prediction. And who's the Super Bowl MVP? Chris? All right. On DraftKings, I'm going to be betting on the Chiefs. I'm going to be hammering the overs on McCaffrey and Pacheco for rushing yards. I expect this to be a pretty big ground game for the both of them. My Super Bowl MVP, it's got to be, it's going to end up being Mahomes unless Kelsey ends up with like three touchdowns or whatever. Um, but if we're going with the personal side, I will be rooting for the 49ers. And I hope that it'll be McCaffrey that wins Super Bowl MVP. If the Chiefs win, final score will be, I'm going to go 31-28. Niners win. I'm going to go, I'm going to go 28-24. They're good. What do you think is, what do you think is going to happen? I don't, just give me who you think is going to happen. Who's going to win? That's what I think is going to happen. You just gave me two different outcomes. He means well, the Chiefs go. won. So the Chiefs win. I'll okay. go with the Chiefs, then the Chiefs won. Chiefs win 31-28. Mahomes is your Super Bowl MVP. Pacheco and McCaffrey both go over in rushing yards. All right. CJ? 
I'm rooting for the Niners, but I think it's going to be Kansas City. If the Niners win, I will be jumping for joy, but Kansas City will win because Mahomes is literally like Brady. It's not analytical, but you just can't bet against him. No, it seems like no matter the odds, no matter what happens, that he just finds a way to pull it out. I mean, to be fair, I'm going in. I'm fully expecting there to be some phantom calls that go their way. But I think it's going to come down to the Niners defense is going to stop them on a crucial fourth down. They're going to do like a like a phantom pass interference. And I just want to point out the last two Super Bowls, there have there's been an extremely controversial holding or pass interference call. Remember with uh, that one linebacker for Cincy and James Bradbury, even though they both committed them. I see no reason why that's going to change, and I think it's going to benefit the Chiefs. But overall, you should never be in a position, you know, where the refs can alter the game because, you know, they're only human. They can get it wrong, too. But that being said, I think Kansas City is going to win, and it's probably going to be somewhere in the neighborhood of, like, 27-23. And I'm going to go bold. I think Pacheco is going to be the MVP. I mean, granted, it should have been Damian Williams the first time they gave it to Mahomes regardless, but I think Pacheco's going to have like a big day, giving me like a buck 50 plus two rushing touchdowns. I am going to go with the 49ers. I think the four, listen, I I completely understand the, the uh, Patrick Mahomes. He's like Tom Brady. You can't bet against him. I understand that. Tom Brady still lost some games. So the, he played in the league 23 seasons and he won seven Super Bowls. That means that there's 16 seasons where he did the, the Patriots or a Tom Brady led team did not win a Super Bowl. So, you know, even, even in the Super Bowl, Eli Manning beat him twice and Nick Foles beat him once. Allegedly. Doesn't Brock Purdy. I don't, I don't, we don't know what Brock Purdy is, but doesn't he feel like that type of quarterback who would, be like the Eli Manning or the Nick Foles who would just, it may not always look pretty. The defense or any pieces around him may help him, but he will just get him there and make the throws that he needs to make in order to win this Super Bowl. Maybe. However, I will argue that for me, this kind of feels like we've mentioned it to death already, the 2018 Patriots, where the cupboard's pretty much bare. Brady's got darn near nothing to work with, but they just found a way against a young hotshot Rams team. That's kind of my feeling going into this. However, for those at home, I would like to say, as long as I've been on the show, I'm 0-2 the last two years picking the Super Bowls. So Kansas City fans, if I jinxed you, I'm sorry. Or you're not. not um, really. uh, so, um, yeah. Listen, that that the thing with that Rams team is I don't think people realize it was actually pretty hurt on offense. Jer, uh, Todd Gurley was playing, but he had a knee issue that started that really derailed his career from then on out. Also, Cooper Cup tore his, AC, tore his ACL during the regular season. Jared Goff statistically as a passer did not look like the same player from that point on. So who did they lose? The Brock Purdy-led 49ers. Who did they lose? They haven't really lost anybody. I mean, they lost some players for some time, but they have a full arsenal right now. So give me the 49ers. I think for a score, I'm going to give it 28-24. And uh, I think for a Super Bowl MVP, I'm going to give it to Debo Samuel. 
Oh, their most important piece. He's been leaned on the most, and I think he's going to be the guy to do it. Doesn't mean Brock Purdy is going to suck in this game. He's still going to make the throws that he needs to make. And statistically, he might have a solid game. But I just think this is that type of Super Bowl where it's like the 2021 Rams. You have your favorite toy that you use, and you use them in the Super Bowl, and you ride them to a Super Bowl victory. And I don't think Brock Purdy will have any problem with that because he gets a ring. He may not get all of the hardware. He may not get the Super Bowl MVP. But I think he's okay with sacrificing that to win a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, uh, yeah, yeah, I know, Adam, calm down. Uh, Drake has put $1.1 million on the Chiefs. Is the Drake curse real? We'll see. I, he might be doing it on purpose. All right, well, that's all the scheduled content that we have for today, but do we have anything else to talk about? Oh, considering how you just did this, no. <laughs> okay. I got nothing either. All right, boys. Uh, enjoy the Super Bowl, everyone. Happy Super Bowl week. Happy Super Bowl Sunday. This is going to be another great one. I hope it's not a boring one. I understand we may not be ha- be thrilled with the with the uh, the Super Bowl matchup, but we could at least hope that it's a good game and that we could just sit and enjoy with some friends, some beers, watch some ge- watch the game, have some food. I had the best plate. Uh, you could have some sliders or you could have some cheeseburgers. One of the two. All right. <laughs> That'll do it for tonight. us tonight. Thank you for listening to us. We have new episodes out Tuesdays and Fridays. Tuesdays at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Fridays at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Listen to us on Spotify, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and so much more. Go check out our Instagram at FumbleRooski underscore podcast. Look at our TikTok at Pod to keep up with our podcast and the latest coverage on the NFL. Happy Super Bowl week. Over and out.